This is a CFA Institute summary of the Financial Analyst Journal article, Net Share Issuance and Asset Growth Effects, The Role of Managerial Incentives, published in the first quarter issue of Volume 76, 2020. What's the investment issue? Considerable evidence shows that the stocks of companies that aggressively raise capital or spend vigorously to expand underperform their peers. The asset growth effect describes a detrimental effect on stock returns of aggressive company growth or empire building. The net share issuance effect describes the negative effect on stock returns of aggressively raising external capital by issuing more shares. Less clear is whether capital raising and spending are related to managerial incentives. Equity incentives such as stock ownership options and restricted shares increase the sensitivity of top executives' wealth to their company's share price. The authors examine how this sensitivity affects the executives' empire-building instincts and their desire to raise share capital. This article takes a fresh look at how net share issuance and total asset growth predict stock returns, refined by considering the extent to which top executives are exposed to changes in their company's stock prices through their share incentives. The authors measure managerial equity incentives by calculating the sensitivity of the top five executives' wealth based on stock ownership options and restricted shares to a 1% change in the company's share price. To determine the effects of managerial incentives, the authors create stock portfolios sorted by net share issuance, NSI, and asset growth, AG. Returns of the high NSI companies are compared with those of their low NSI peers, and the authors refine the results by considering the level of executive equity incentives. Similarly, the performance of high and low AG companies is compared and cross-referenced to managerial incentives. The authors report returns from longshore portfolios based on these factors, taking into account transaction costs and other common equity factors. What are the findings? The authors find that low net share issuance companies produce excess returns for firms with the most highly incentivized executives. So high share incentives are associated with better market timing decisions when it comes to buyback and share issuance. The authors also confirmed that low asset growth companies produce excess returns when senior managers have relatively few stock holdings. They argue that share incentives moderate excessive empire building because managers with high equity incentivization are exposed to the detrimental effects. In light of these results, the authors create a hybrid portfolio strategy that combines A, the NSI effect of firms with executives who have relatively high equity incentives, and B, the AG effect of firms with executives who have relatively low equity incentives. This hybrid strategy generates significant alpha even after transaction costs. Because the two strategies have low correlation with each other, the hybrid strategy also limits downside risk. What are the implications for investors and investment managers? The authors show that the analysis of managerial incentives can and should inform stock selection. The established asset growth and net share issuance effects are more pronounced for firms whose managerial incentives are, respectively, less and more aligned with shareholders' interests. Because the stock market responds only slowly to the implications of these incentives, investors should in practice be able to exploit the hybrid strategy presented here to improve medium-term stock selection. That was a summary of the Financial Analyst Journal article, Net Share Issuance and the Asset Growth Effects, The Role of Managerial Incentives published in the first quarter issue of Volume 76. You can find the text of this summary on cfainstitute.org with links to the original article.